Ciao, Michi. This is Jenner Sutherland, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Jenner in Tuscany. Now, if you remember from last episode, I took a different approach, and uh, I was talking to you from the comfort of my sofa uh, with the TV on mute, and uh, it was very comfortable. I felt like I was on the phone talking to my sister or my cousin or something. So I am once again joining you from the therapy couch, uh, watching TV with the TV on mute, talking to you. Um, now, you know, on my social media, I have a very strict rule. I think everyday life is hard enough, so I don't want any reality in my uh, social media feed. Uh, for example, on my Instagram, all I follow are Italy accounts, food, and cute dogs in some fashion. I don't follow any news sources and I do not follow any celebrities and I like it that way. It's kind of like my form of escape. So this will be the one time that I ever get serious or really serious on my podcast. Uh, I wanted to say how angry and heartbroken I am about this Ukrainian situation and the fact that Putin thought it was okay to attack a country that was just minding their own business. Um, I totally admire the president for saying, I don't need a ride, I need ammo. And I love that Kiev has two boxing brothers, uh, that one mayor and his brother, defending the city. Um, so my thoughts and prayers go out to them. And, you know, people like today, I had a customer ask me if I was still traveling to Italy this summer because of this whole Ukrainian thing. And this is what brought on this podcast tonight. Um, you know, I live in Colorado Springs where NORAD is, the North American Aerospace Defense System. So if any of us gets nuked, trust me, my town is getting nuked first, but I can't live life in fear. And I told him, yes, I am still going to Italy this summer and there's no reason for me not to unless we are just in high alert and they're telling us to crawl in our bunkers and hide. Um, you know what I mean? And he asked me, well, what are you going to do for safety? And I told him two things, and I'm telling all of you, for any Americans that are planning on traveling anywhere to Europe this summer, or if you're traveling with me to Italy this summer on my Sprezzatura boutique tour of Tuscany, um, the first thing I would tell you is get travel insurance. Trust me, I've had to use travel insurance several times. For example, I flew on Lufthansa a few years ago um, to go to Florence for Christmas. How is it Lufthansa lost my luggage going to Italy and then they lost it again coming home from Italy? But when I was there, um, it took them three days to find my bag. And for three days, I had to buy clothes, all new toiletries, etc., etc. And my travel insurance paid for all that. But travel insurance also pays for emergency evacuation assistance, whether it be for medical or other reasons. So that's the number one reason it is worth its weight in gold. Um, the other thing is register with the embassy, whatever embassy you're from. Of course, I would you know register with the American embassy. And yes, we are on level four alert, um, which means don't go, which I find ironic since our rates are still higher than Italy's. But at the same time, it's not like they're not going to help you. So if you do those two things, you will be fine.
Okay, so enough of the serious stuff. So, you know, it is the beginning of March. Uh, Last week here in Colorado, it snowed uh, at least three days out of the week. It was freezing. Uh, Today, it was almost 70. Tomorrow, it'll almost be 70. And then Saturday, it's supposed to snow again. Uh, But I am already in spring mode. Um, I have been shopping on Amazon already, looking for cute little outfits to take on vacation with me. And I'm excited about my trip this summer to Italy. Of course, I have the wonderful Sprezza Tour Boutique Tour of Tuscany from June 5th to June 12th. Um, After that, I am going to Venice for my first time. I've always been very hesitant on going to Venice because I've always heard how crowded it is um, and how unpleasant because of the crowds it is. But uh, as you may well know, Venice has finally permanently banned large cruise ships from docking directly in uh, the island because the city is sinking and the cruise ships were not doing the city any good. And plus, as you've probably seen from the news, they kept running into stuff. Um, They are now making the ships park or dock on mainland, and they are charging tourists $10 to come into the city because tourists were coming in, not eating there, not supporting the local economy, and then leaving, Um, which is why I'm staying two nights in Venice so I can get the real feel after sunset when all of the cruise ship passengers are gone. Um, You know, then there is Forenza Rocks. I am going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This will be my third time seeing them in concert, and they have a brand new album uh, with their old guitarist, John Vuchante, uh returning, so I'm excited about that. Um, then there's also Male Fashion Week that takes place every year in June in Florence, so I'll be, uh, you know, scoping the fashion shows and whatnot, you know, and then I believe Calcio Historico is returning uh, for San Giovanni Day on uh, June 24th. So that's going to be excited. So I have all those wonderful things to think about. And they get me to thinking about the things that I miss most in Europe. And that's what this episode is about. Okay, since it's still cold outside for many of us, the number one thing that I miss about Italy and Europe in general are towel warming racks. Um, Italians and Europeans hate stepping out of a shower into a cold towel. Towel warming racks are basically standard equipment in a European bathroom. And I really think we missed the boat on that one here. And since I've started in the bathroom, let's stay in the bathroom. Another thing that is standard equipment in most European bathrooms, and again, it's not just an Italian thing, are bidets. But somehow us Americans think bidets are weird or quote unquote gross, I've heard some people say. And I would like to know what is so gross about having a clean ass? And now that I just said that, I'm going to warn you guys, I'm about to use the word ass profusely, okay? So let's say, for example, if you uh, wake up late 
you know, and we've all had those mornings where we've overslept and we are running to work and we're so late that we don't even have time to take a shower. Now, if you had a bidet, you could at least ensure that your ass was clean before you went to work, right? Another useful thing about a bidet. Or say, for example, you've been walking around all day, you know, sightseeing, etc., etc., and you guys are all going to dinner, but there's like six or seven of you and you all can't take a shower because there's only one shower, you have a bidet. Once again, you can at least make sure your ass is clean. You know, you can wash your ass out after a bowel movement or just using the bathroom. There is nothing funny or nothing vulgar about having a clean butt. I love bidets and I really do think that we missed the boat on that one and I miss them. Okay, so I will go out of the bathroom now, but I'm going straight to the kitchen. Another thing that I miss about Italian apartments is the Ikea kitchens. Now, when I'm not staying in a hotel, I do like to rent apartments from Airbnb or VRBO or Booking.com, and I will say like 90% of those apartments have Ikea kitchens, and I love Ikea kitchens because they are so practical. Like for example, in most of the kitchens that I've seen, Italians don't like to see their appliances. So they will hide them with panel doors that match their cabinets. So nine times out of 10, you'll see the stove and then you'll see the oven. But if there's a dishwasher, the dishwasher is hidden by panel. Um, A lot of Italians have their clothes washing machines in the kitchen that will be hidden by a panel door. A lot of Italians do not have a full-size refrigerator. They only have one of those half refrigerators. Those are hidden by a panel door. And I've even seen some Italian apartments that do have a full-size refrigerator, but it is still hidden by a panel door. Italians love to hide all their appliances with those panel doors. And then another thing the uh, IKEA kitchens have is they have a dishwashing cabinet. So let's say, for example, if you don't have a dishwasher and you're washing your hand, your dishes by hand, you have this cabinet that is over the sink and you open the cabinet and it has racks that you put your dishes in to dry and then your dishes drip dry over the sink so you don't take up your limited cabinet space with a countertop dish dryer. Very practical and I love it. Okay, so on to my next topic. Um, As you probably know, I am in the process of opening up a wonderful little uh, cafe named Vivace Gourmet Cafe and Box Lunch Catering. And um, it is heavily inspired by the Italian cafe culture. Uh, We're on the final construction process and I should be opening hopefully within the next one to two weeks. Very excited, so I'll keep you posted on that. But when I am in Italy, I love that wherever I stay, no matter where I stay, I can walk maybe a block away into a neighborhood cafe and get a wonderful cup of cappuccino and a pastry for about three euros. You know, it doesn't break the bank to go out to breakfast every morning in Italy. 
and most Italians do not have breakfast at home. They don't drink coffee at home because it's so affordable to go out, but it's not even just about affordability. It's about being social. You know, Italians are fiercely loyal to their coffee shops. And when I'm in Italy, even if I'm staying in a different neighborhood, I have one specific cafe that I love to go to when I'm there. And um, I started going to Italy back in 2015. And here it is, 2022. And I've gone in there so much they remember me, even though I only come back every year. Well, okay, every year, twice a year. Um, but they see me so much, they remember me. So when I walk in, they're like, oh, ciao, buongiorno, you're back. You know, it's wonderful. So I am loyal to my own coffee shop too, just like any Italian. And I miss that culture here, which is, like I said, the main inspiration uh, behind the cafe that I'm opening. Okay, so this warm spell that we've had this week has kind of tricked me into thinking that spring is coming, and I should know better here in Colorado, because like I said, it's going to snow again this coming Saturday, and then the week after, we're going to be right down into the 30s again. It's just my wishful thinking that spring is coming. You know, me shopping in Amazon, looking for sundresses to wear this summer in Italy has tricked me into thinking that spring is coming. So this makes me think of the next thing that I miss about Europe in general. And it's what Italians call the passeggiata. Um, Most Europeans have it, that time of day where everybody goes out and everybody's walking. You know, it's a social thing. Everybody's talking. Uh, People are stopping and getting gelato or getting an aperitivo. And it's about see and be seen. Um, But, you know, I come from a family of people watchers. So that's what makes me love passeggiata even more is that I've always been that kind of person where I do love to go to a bar downtown and get a martini and just sit there and sip and watch people. Um, Like they said in my big fat Greek wedding, if people watching was a sport, I would have a gold medal. So that's what makes me miss the passeggiata the most. Okay, so if I were to sit here and tell you about every little thing that I miss about Italy, we would be talking all night. And sometimes this podcast kind of serves as my therapy, hopefully not only for your entertainment, but it just lets me talk stuff out. So I'm not going to talk you to death all night, but I will end on this last one. And that is, I miss being able to walk around with open containers. Now, I know that makes me sound like a lush, but let me explain. You know, Italians don't do drunk. A matter of fact, they look down on drunk. Uh, when they drink liquor, whether it be wine or spritz or a cocktail, it's all part of a social experience. It's all part of the meal. Um, so when people are allowed, you know, to go to Piazzale Michelangelo at sunset, you know, to watch the city, um, you know, there's always live entertainment. You're allowed to bring a bottle of wine and a picnic basket, you know, and enjoy yourself here. 
you know, it, it's a crime, but because we always go overboard with it. You don't see people going overboard when they're allowed to drink liquor in public there. So I enjoy that opportunity. Okay, folks, so thanks for indulging me for another episode of Jenner in Tuscany. Um, you know, it's March. If you have not started your travel plans or you are hesitant uh, about traveling because of this whole Ukrainian crisis, uh, remember life is short and it gets shorter the older that you get. Um, I understand it is, you know, they are concerning times. And uh, I would be lying if I said I wasn't concerned. Um, but I also know that, um, like I said, life is short. And um, I want to be able uh, to say that I got everything in that I could in this lifetime because it's not a dress rehearsal. Um, I have been looking at the airline tickets. The airline tickets have not uh, shot up sky high like I thought they would because of this whole uh, pending fuel crisis. So it is a good time to still look at airline tickets. Uh, as I also mentioned, if you do go anywhere, uh, make sure you have good travel insurance. You know, take the necessary precautions. Uh, make sure that you register uh, with the embassy uh, wherever you might travel. And make sure, you know, that you have an emergency contact information on you um, if anything should happen. Uh, but at the same time, you know, be prepared to have the time of your life. I know that this summer is going to be one of my best visits to Italy ever. And I am so excited about going. Uh, and I hope that you'll join me. Uh, seats are still available on both of my tours. Um, so you can visit my websites at www.sprezzatura.tours. And remember, if you mention uh, when you're booking... Uh, that you heard about me on my podcast here, um, then you will receive a, a case of six bottles of wine, uh, specially chosen by me from my friends at Poderia La Marinaia. That's one of my favorite stops just outside of San Gimignano on the tour. Um, so I hope that you will join me. And now for the credits. Uh, for this episode, I just used regular stock music from here on Anchor FM. And my cocktail of choice is Kahlua Mudslides. And that is in honor of my late father who passed away a year ago on February 28th of 2021. Uh, we used to enjoy mudslides together. So cheers, Dad. Um, also, uh, if you like this podcast, please, please, please follow and share with your friends. Um, I have also enabled a new feature uh, where you can offer your financial support for this podcast as well. And uh, just a few more listeners and I will be eligible for sponsorship. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So please, please, please share this podcast with your friends and I appreciate your support. And until next time, ci vediamo in Tuscany. Ciao, ciao, ciao.